Hey coaches, welcome to the Trailblazers podcast. I'm Nicole, your host, and I help you sell out your coaching practice through the power of social media. In less than one year, I became a full-time coach with no prior experience, certifications, or a massive following on social media. I'm here to help coaches like you build the business and life of your dreams while blazing a trail and making an impact in the world without making it all so complicated. Whether you are a new, aspiring, or seasoned coach, this is the show for you. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today we are talking about what you're projecting onto money. And I'm so excited for this topic. Today I have a special guest and her name is Casey. Welcome, Casey. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's great to have someone like you on this podcast because guys, if you're listening and if you follow Casey, um, you'll know that she is a genius at this stuff. And everything that we're going to talk about today is, is probably going to be like um, a whole different perspective to what you're used to, especially when it comes to money and understanding what goes on around money and energy and all of this stuff. But I am really excited. So we're not going to delay any further. Um, Casey, tell us first of all, what you do, what you help people with and how you came about doing this work. Yeah. Well, it's so good to be here and and hello to everyone listening. I'm Casey Vu. Um, I'm an embodiment coach, business mentor, uh, and I do a lot of work around mindset work. My earring is just like flailing all over the place here. Um, I'm going to take that off. (laughs) So I, I work a lot around helping business owners with the things that they can't see. So I take in the information they tell me, and most of the time it's so like surface level stuff. And for me, I feel like I am just a lover of looking behind the scenes and I'm so into human behavior and reading like and seeing patterns within people. And, and I deepen my, my facilitation with this, these, my clients and ask about more of like, what are their feelings around certain things so that they can make business decisions that are coming from a place of like their truth and who they really are, their authentic self and really heightening almost their energetic minimum and maximum for money or love or joy or whatever it is like nourishment in general. Um, so what that looks like for me is we do a lot of, um, we talk mindset, but then we dive deeper, which we talked, you and I talked about how embodiment practice is really learning how to get into the body and how to regulate the nervous system and even how to unlock blockages on our, on an energetic level. And so one of the things that I talk to a lot of business owners about is money, right? Money's like Mm -hmm. this thing where it's like, okay, like everyone has a blueprint on how to get money, but then it's like, but what if I get the money and it runs through my fingers Mm -hmm. or what if, you know, what if I price my packages like this and like someone like 
people won't buy it. And so it's, it's so fascinating to, to hear and see all these different patterns, um, come up for the, for them. And as someone who struggled myself with it, I knew there had to be something deeper. Like I couldn't be the only person that felt like they were struggling with this sort of thing. Mm. And especially if you're in the online space, you put yourself out there constantly and, and, and we forget to talk about like the energy behind that. Yeah. I love that. So it's so deep. And I think I don't, I literally like, I mean, that so, uh, so strongly because it's like, we don't, when we grow up or like, I think of my upbringing, it's like money is money. And like, that's it. Like you just, you don't think it, it can create so much for you and like it can drive your entire life it can cause certain emotions it can cause stress like you just don't think it's doing that you you blame like other things or you blame even yourself for oh I feel this way about this because of that or it's just the way it is but like hearing you open up this whole different perspective I think is it's a game changer (laughs) and I think what I'm curious to know right now with the topic of project what you're projecting onto money it's like how do we even identify that for someone who doesn't understand this or has has never thought of their relationship with money in this way how would you even begin to identify that you're projecting something onto money oh yeah well I like to I guess I would start off by asking like what's your story around money like what's the story you have with money and if you're listening right now, I'm sure there are like keywords that come to mind. And that could be something like, you know, like I was mentioning earlier, like um, if I have it, it's going to go through my fingers. Or if um, I ask for it, I'm going to be seen as like too needy. Or if I actually have it, I can't flaunt it. <laughs> I can't, you know, I, I feel guilty for having it. I should work harder for having it. Um and so like, that's such a projection, right? Cause like every single person, there's like such a story around it and it doesn't even matter how much money you have it. You're always going to have a different projection of it. Um, yeah, yeah. so previous to, to what I'm doing now, I actually worked as, um, a corporate banker and it's just interesting to sort of be like the in-between of people and their money and to sort of see like just how much moves that's the thing. Like how, like we can't see the money moving right now, but there's just like, there's thousands and millions and billions of, of money just like circulating all around us. Um, and it's, it's either this thing that you're like, Oh my God, I want this so bad. So I could finally experience love, joy, happiness, or, Mm. Oh my gosh, I don't want it because it's going to cause all this drama and hardship and like, right. Can you already see like Mm -hmm. these different stories, right? So all these different stories, what it really is, is probably a story around, uh, yourself, right? So like, if you imagine today, I was just working um, on this specifically with a client about, she was, um, she was afraid to step into this new form, like this higher package deal, right? Mm-hmm. And it was going to cost more money. And, and she's been manifesting for this, manifesting this for a long time. And she's actually having people ask for it. They're like, literally like, can you give me this thing? Like, I see it's on your, on your website, but um, how can I get this? And, and she feels she wants to do it, but is also afraid to, 
right? And there's this energy block there because she knows how to give. And she thinks like, oh my gosh, if I give this thing, it's going to be a higher capacity, a higher energetic capacity, Mm. but then who's going to fill me up because she has an issue with receiving, Mm. right? So she's thinking like, oh my gosh, if I give, 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 there's going to be nothing left for me. And that's scary. And so what we learned about is learning how to uh, step into this energetic cycle where you get to embody, okay, I take in and it's okay for my needs, desires, cravings, hunger. It's okay mm-hmm. for me to have that. It's going to be met with fullness, right? Like I'm going to, I'm going to be able to eat. So when you're hungry, right? Like, is that something where you're like, oh my God, I'm hungry. That's so annoying. Like, why do I have to eat food? You know, <laughs> or is it like, Ooh, I'm hungry. I get to put something yummy in my stomach. How, how nourishing, how lovely. And that's like already a story, you know, like around food. Yes. So what we're opening up here is learning the flow of energy, right? Because if imagining, if I keep, keep the money to myself and never spend it, that's like that hoarding because you're afraid it's going to go away. But then if you spend it with that trust that it's going to come back, that's like the natural flow of, of money and energy. Yeah. That's a really, really powerful concept. And I think the for me like when I started the idea that like money is just a resource and like not having um any stories attached to it was really hard because once again like you just I I don't know for everyone else listening like I didn't grow up around this language or this perspective around money being neutral um like money just had so much of an effect on on me and my life and my family and so I guess coming into this space where you understand that money has its own kind of flow um, and that there's, you, you want to treat it the same way that you would with every other resource. It's like, so it's such a big leap, but I think um, when you look into those deeper, um, into those stories, into the narratives that you're telling yourself, like it becomes easier to grasp because it all of a sudden, um, it starts to like pull back the curtain on why things have been so hard or like it gives like a whole different perspective to life. And I think specifically like to your identity as well, because so much of our identity can be tied with money. Um, and, we talk, and when we talk about projecting, I what's something that like you find, um, you know how we feel this guilt around money? Like what's what's something that you find causes that guilt I feel like for coaches um that's a really really big one that's why I kind of want to go into that when we're talking about selling our coaching or selling our intellectual property like who would possibly pay me when I've never gotten a certification for this or I don't even have evidence to show that I can help people and you just feel guilty for asking for money or charging for your services when you've created it yourself like is there anything you want to kind of share on that (laughs) Yeah, that's such a good one. Like I light up just hearing that. Um, But what that is, is um, this idea that my needs, my craving, my hunger is is a bad thing about me. And, Mm -hmm. And this bad thing about me is impacting someone else. And I feel guilty about that. This is my, my hunger, my desire is hurting the other. And so the reason why that comes about, it could be um, something that happened in during the time when you were in your most developmental years, uh, zero to seven or zero years to seven years. 
um, there was this notion of maybe you were weaned too early from um, whether it was like the breast or if you were weaned too early as in, um, oh, you're a big girl now. You're not a baby. Mm. And then all of a sudden, oh, my knees are so big. Like, oh my goodness. If, if your caretaker was like really pushing you to be like independent, there was a lacking of, of what inter, in, interdependence, which is healthy, right? This idea of like in the coaching space, I'm the coach and you pay me and I give to you. You pay yeah. me and I give to you. And that's a cycle. That's an energetic exchange. And that's, it could be so beautiful if both parties are like so willing and, and ready to receive and ready to give. But what gets really sticky is these old stories that are something along the lines of, oh, my needs are too big. My needs are too big. It's, it's such a bother when I say that I want this thing. It's such a bother um, if, if I'm hungry or it could be even, um, I have got to really prove to you that I'm hungry. Like I deserve this. Let me just do extra. Mm. Let me do extra and give it to you. That's and so like, point. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I need to prove almost like people paying me or wanting to pay me will prove something about myself or I need to prove or else like someone won't, you know, or else someone will want to, or won't believe me. Yeah. And it's, it's so tricky, you know, it's so tricky because in, in this particular space, there's, there's things like there's the case studies, there's the testimonials, there's what results can you give me? And so it, it can, if you're unconscious of your survival mechanism or your coping styles, it could feed into these wounds and it could be really, really hard. And you're just like fighting up against this thing that you have no idea what's going on, you know? Yeah. And, and the way that I look at that is like, don't ignore it. Like if something doesn't feel good for you, be really open and honest with your coach and have an open chat about it. And if you feel like, well, okay, like I, I'm open about this, but then maybe I'm not getting sort of the, the advice or answer from this coach that feels good. Like, gut like you feel in your gut like I'm not so sure if this is the right thing like mm -hmm. I encourage you to like be really honest with that coach again like you know repair it don't just be like okay yeah sure and then it doesn't work out for you yeah because right? you're gonna feel like oh I'm too guilty to come back and say that didn't work <laughs> you know like yeah. you're really practicing okay if this doesn't feel good let me know and it's okay like I'm gonna meet you if, if that coach mm -hmm. is you know um, a coach of integrity and you really really trust them and then if not then you know don't be afraid to look and and find another way of nourishing yourself and that's okay there's so many beautiful coaches out there so many different ways to find support there um, but don't over give or overextend yourself or ignore what your body is trying to tell you. Mm. And when I say don't ignore what your body's trying to tell you, it can look like and manifest as different things. I've had clients get sick and, and then all of a sudden it was like, okay, for their needs to be met because they were sick. Mm. But sometimes that's, that's like, right. Like burnout is another thing or, um, just like a high, like a, a hypomanic sort of, energy, like a frantic energy. I've had clients like come to me because they were feeling like a little bit more frantic, but that's the idea of like, oh my gosh, like I'm so hungry and I'm craving, but I got to do more before I'm actually feeding, but then like right. you never actually feed. And this, the feeding is the money or the nourishment or the help even like, it could be so simple. Um, but that's kind of what that looks like. Wow. I'm very interested about what you said with, uh, what was it? It's like, 
this idea of um, your survival mechanism or things that they're not wrong, but you make yourself wrong for them. What are examples of that? Just so I can understand, so our listeners can understand, like, how do we even know what's a survival mechanism, like, and and where we're making it wrong? Yeah, so um, survival mechanisms can really range, but a couple that I can think of is like, um, like people pleasing is one, mm-hmm. uh, like this, this also like perf- perfectionism or um, hyper, like hyper achiever, mm-hmm. um, teacher's pet, or um, even like the, the controller, you know, the person that like every, like one little thing going awry is like end of the world. Um, things like that indicate to me survival or coping mm. a certain way. And again, they're not bad. They've gotten you this far. Yeah. <laughs> They've gotten you this far and it was there for a reason. And, yeah. um, the, when it's time for you to start asking yourself really powerful questions and just really start analyzing your patterns is if there's something reoccurring that happens. Mm. So like one, one uh, particular thing comes to mind is uh, a client who she reoccurs the same amount of debt and then pays Mm. it off and then reoccurs (laughs) the same amount of debt and then pays it off. And like, it's crazy, right? Like wait a second. Like, I don't like putting myself in, in this amount of debt. This, yeah. is, this is her, you know, she d- had a problem with it and didn't want to do it, but she kept doing it. Right. Um, another one would be like another client who all these clients are very successful by the way, and they do, mm-hmm. they're doing really well for themselves yet they find themselves in this pattern. So another one, she, um, will say yes to all these different, like she'll say yes to these seminars. She'll say yes to these projects. She'll, mm-hmm. Um, you know, fill in when one of her employees are out. And it's like, she always is saying yes, but she's always being like stretched thin. And, and, but she like in her body, she knows in your body, you will know when you're like, this is not quite right, but I can't stop. (laughs) And here's our, all the signs in which my body's telling me like, this doesn't feel good. Right. And so what are ways that you would be able to like use your, I guess once you've picked up on that survival mechanism or that pattern, what are ways that in that example, for example, with the girl who's sort of constantly finding herself in the same place, I feel like I'm kind of like that person, not in debt per se, but I'm like that when let's say I spend, it's like, I'll, I'll have all this money, but I'm so used to not having money um, mm-hmm. that like, it's like, oh, I'm back here again. I didn't even realize that. And then, and then like, oh, I have all this money again. And then I spend, and then it's like just this recurring pattern, right? Yeah. How would you then be able to like know that pattern and then work with it rather than kind of like despise it and, and like be, become toxic with it? Yeah. Oh, that's so, it's so powerful. And, and thank you for sharing that. Um, so one of the things that I, that it's like, um, the ding like dinging for me is is the despising it or the the rejecting it right so that pattern is there and you're like oh like I'm self-sabotaging I hate this like I don't want this like oh why am I like this right (laughs) you're like judging it so hard you know and like the the irony of that is like you think that you can like judge it away or reject it away but it's like the reason why it's acting out right now is because it needs that it needs attention 
Mm -hmm. needs your attention. It needs your undivided attention and be like, focus on me right now. You need to focus on me right now. So that that's kind of crazy. Right. And that is really, really hard to do is to like, look at it, pay attention to it because it's been something that's been like such a a bummer for you, you know, Mm -hmm. to put it, to put it lightly, you know, Um, but so once you can take a look at it and sit down, you'll have to come from a place of like this, this compassion and this acceptance for like, okay, I've, you know, I've been doing this. I'm ready to be honest with myself and I'm going to create a really safe space for it. Um, and once you can do that, um, which again, I'm just talking about it, but I know it's a lot harder said than done, Mm -hmm. you know, but this is a little bit of the process. And, you know, a lot of the time, like it's hard to be sit down and like, be honest, like sometimes it takes either having like a really good mirror, which a really good mirror is going to be a really good coach that can mirror that to you Mm. or, um, to, to really learn like some, some self-soothing skills to take up journaling, things like that. Those are ways to raise awareness around certain patterns. Mm. Um, and so once you have that acceptance and that compassion, there's probably some, some grieving that's going to happen, right? Just like this idea of like, God, I've done this pattern for a while. And it's like really frustrating that I have had this power for so long and like, I didn't do anything, you know, there's a little bit of grieving, which is a good thing. Like you want to be able to grieve that because, um, that is going to be like such a, a healthy way to cleanse out a lot of this stuck energy that you've had probably a lot of like the resentment or a lot of like the hatred or self-judgment that grief will like clean you out, which is really great because it's going to feel like, um, like you're emotionally vomiting (laughs) and like, you know, like a good, like, I know this sounds really gross, but you know, like if you just imagine like trying to swallow your vomit when you have to actually (laughs) puke, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, why are you doing that to yourself? Like, it's going to feel like really messy in the moment, but that, that self-trust is like, I'm going to get through this. And then what happens after you're done? You feel so good. You feel so good after you do that, That's right? It's like an example. <laughs> yeah, like the pressure is gone. And then like, oh my God, like, and then you eat food. I'm like, oh, this is so good, you know, like to be nourished again. So like, yeah. trust me when I say, you know, emotional processing is so healthy and so good for you, um, mm. you know? And so like, that's probably like a good few steps for you and like yeah, really diving yeah. deep into that. Um, and yeah, then, I, and then, I, yeah. Oh, sorry, keep going. Well, I was just going to say, and then after like you get to experience that, that joy and love and wholeness that you were probably searching for, like that part that was acting out, mm. it's going to be like, oh, thank God. Like you heard me and I've, I've been like nourished in a sense. It's, it's almost like, uh, like I have a toddler right now and she'll act out and she'll have like a, a temper tantrum, mm. but it's because a need is not being met. And so you almost have to treat your patterns, your survival mechanisms and coping styles as these little toddlers and infants that that they just need, they just have needs. So true. So true. And I think um, we say all of this uh, with, I guess, full awareness as well, that the time in which that happens can range for everyone. I think sometimes we get a little bit of drama, especially when we're in business and we need our businesses to make money. Like we sort of get very aggressive with the process of like maturing and accepting and um, healing. And I think I I see this a lot come up for clients um, around like 
let's say they're just starting out or like they've just um, built their Instagram and it's like they're comparing themselves to someone who's got like like 20,000 followers and it's like why are clients not coming yet it's like yes you're doing all the right things yes you're thinking all the right things yes you're working on all the right things but there's also a process and the foundations through which like you I guess the foundations through which you build it matters how you build them as well as actually building them and yeah and I think for anyone listening who's like but I've tried that like I've I tried that last week like you know be open I would say like really be open and we always have work to do on our brains and on ourselves like they are essentially little toddlers I also was gonna say um our thoughts like it's so interesting how much our thoughts really play into this because I was thinking about this this morning the thoughts are really just like sentences in our brain and like it's just it's not true like it's just a thought and your brain's job is to produce the thought and we make it true and then we add stories to the thought and I think you know that you've made it mean something when it creates a certain feeling in your body right um and like a lot of the time when we don't even have the space in our schedule in our lives in our just like in our brains to even step back and identify that, okay, that's a thought that is neutral. And this is where I am adding the story and the emotion and where I'm projecting to the thought. Like that's where the drama begins. And then we like, we sort of, when we don't have the space, it just becomes this one big puddle all the time. And we just like, don't know where our identity is in all of it. But I hear like in just the process you've said, it's like this very slow, patient, compassionate, like process of really like looking inwards, like digging deep and being willing to like wait and be still for yourself to create the answer or to like come out with the answer. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> exactly that. It, that's so powerful. And um, one of the little little things that I've, I thought of when you were talking about thoughts in our head. Um, and, and like, what if you ask, like, who said that? <laughs> mm. Who said that? You know, yeah. I actually find that thoughts that you generate in your mind don't even come from you. You know, like my daughter, she's three years old and she will repeat every little thing that I say. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm just like so cute, but like, at the end of the day, she's, she's learning in that way. She's learning words in that way. She's learning how to see the world through me. I'm her mirror right now. And it's so important for me to do this, have time for this work so that I could be that clear mirror for her. Um, and I know, you know, I'm saying this, but I know that it's so hard. It's so hard, especially when you're running a business, but you guys, just because it feels hard for you right now doesn't mean that you should not be a business owner because mm-hmm. if anything, this, this business is a big catalyst for so much healing and so much growth for you, your clients and, and everyone that's impacted by your business. And mm-hmm. so when you could start seeing it like that, it's so different. Like it, you get to be this, this explorer and, and this, this, investigator or scientist when it comes to you and how you relate to your business, how you relate to money or clients, because you're like, Ooh, I'm, I'm really triggered by this post right now. I wonder what that is. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's, that's That's just me all day long. It really is just me all day long, you know? 
that's powerful as well. Like just being curious and like not, not judging anything at face value. And like, that's like the work of entrepreneurship, the work of really being on your own side rather than like, I was laughing at this with the client, like rather than sort of like very subtly, you've changed hats from like the judge to uh, from being you know on your own side to the judge like the cheerleader to the judge and it's like you don't even know you changed your hat like <laughs> and your your own hand is doing it and you don't even know if it can be so subtle but I think bringing it back to the practice of curiosity whether it's for yourself and like for your or for your clients when you're coaching them never having like this judgment immediately but just going oh I'm curious why am I reacting in this way or well, yeah, why does my body feel that way when I see this post or when I think of that um, that action I'm doing or when I think of saying my price point? Because it's like all of it is also neutral, like the being able to say, to, like it's like saying um, $100. One person will be like, that's expensive. Another person will be like, oh, that's so cheap. Um, and it'll just someone else will be like, what about $100? Like it's just a, a word, a thought, like a a dollar amount but like just being curious about how we respond to stimulus that is neutral in the, in the world it's really really powerful now before we um close up i want to talk about one more thing and um this is something that for you guys listening um casey and i were sort of talking about when we were preparing for this podcast um and casey was telling me about the concept of embodiment and I guess how everything that we've talked about today like boils down to not just uh, thinking about things, but it's like this, it's a deeper thing. It's a deeper transformation. It's deeper work. And this is the work that Casey does in the world. And that's why it's so powerful. But Casey, I want you, I wanted to invite you to share like, what does embodiment mean? And specifically for coaches who are starting to grasp what we're talking about, what, what would you encourage them with when it comes to embodying everything that, that we're talking about here? Yeah, embodiment to me means learning how to integrate all parts of yourself and be able to hold them and love them and, and be all of them without them controlling you mm-hmm. because then you're actually whole doing that. Because mm-hmm. if That's you're- so yeah, if you're living from a space where it's like, I reject the judger and I reject the procrastinator and I reject the perfectionist, like I hate those parts of myself, you're not whole. <laughs> you're mm. just, it's impossible for you to be whole um, rejecting those parts of yourself. There's a lot of, of kind of like coming together and being like, actually, I love all of you, but I'm going to drive now. <laughs> mm. it's, no, it's, you know, I hear you, but Um, And I love you. Thank you so much for protecting me. Because remember, they were once survival mechanisms for you and they did serve you. They did have a place and just be like, you know what, but I think I'm going to, I'm going to drive from, from now on. And so when you can embody that, that is powerful. You cannot fuck with that woman because she, (laughs) she knows her blind spots. She loves on them. She, she knows um, that you're probably going to judge me for that but I don't care because I love love that part of myself, part of myself. So like going back to this, like, Ooh, this is like $100. Like, I'm not sure who's going to buy it. You know, like that is someone that hasn't embodied the, that scarcity part of themselves. Like maybe, I don't know if it's like the, the, the person that is unable to have their needs met or can't put themselves out there, 
but there's going to, once you embody, you can say, this is a hundred dollars and this gets to be a gift for you. And this gets to be a gift for me. And you can judge me. I'll hold Mm. space for that. But, but why are you judging me? (laughs) You know, or just, or then, (laughs) or just, or moving along, you know, moving along. Oh, oh, okay. I see you're judging me moving on. You know, it's like, it's so powerful. It's powerful. Oh, so good. I love what you said about how like that, the woman who just like embodies all of it is untouchable. Like she is, she really is on another level. And it's not like everybody else is not good enough kind of level. It's like you create your own level where you stop, you really, really take yourself out of that space of comparing. And like, you kind of just eliminate a lot of the stuff that you think you have to really work through, but it's like it, that just automatically gets eliminated when you work inward. And I also think uh, what we're, what we kind of implied today with the work is not external, you know, even finding solutions for your business. Um, even if you guys are listening to this podcast, cause you want to get better at sales, get better at business, like selling coaching. Like, I just want to remind you all the answer is inside. And this is a great example of that, that if you can just accept all parts of you and that beautiful concept of embodiment, then trust that the solutions will come because you will create the solutions and you're not even gonna um you're not even gonna flinch when other people do things because you're like that's that's them this is me it's so powerful yes Yes, queen yes (laughs) feeling a little (laughs) fast here (laughs) yes yes i love love know their power or when they when women walk with their head high and they're like i'm here for a purpose they know what I'm here for and I'm owning all of it. <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah. I could talk forever about this. And Casey, you have so much knowledge to share. We like, I had so many things that I could have asked as well. But I know for you guys listening, you probably also want to explore deeper and you probably are getting curious because I'm getting curious, you know? Um, and as we do, when we don't know this way of thinking or when we don't um, view like, what we're projecting into money as anything that's coming from inside. And if you are curious, I would definitely encourage you to reach out to Casey um, and have a look at her socials, learn about this way of thinking and this way of being and just be open to it. If you have tried different things and still you're hitting, you're hitting a dead end and you're feeling like, okay, I'm just never going to be able to get past this cycle or this scarcity thought, like reach out to Casey, ask her, do a console, like get clear on where those blockers are, because a lot of the time we're creating those blocks and, and all we need is just someone to mirror back or shine a light. So would definitely encourage that. Um, so Casey, is there a, a way that people can work with you? And if so, what, can they do and where can they find that? Yeah. So you can find me, um, at it's Casey Fu. So I T S K C V U, um, on Instagram, but that's also my website on my website. I have, um, I have a freebie right now called business energetics, uh, challenge. And so that it touches a little bit of about, how energetics embodiment can play into your business, right? Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's, I want to, I consider it like the fuel behind your strategy, right? Like what kind of energy are you bringing to your, your business strategy? Um, 
and I have one-on-one spots for next year available. Um, so definitely if you're interested, you can shoot me a DM and, and see if it's right for you. Um, but yeah, I, I'm very excited to bring this information to you and, and to your audience um, and anyone listening for sure. Uh, I would love to hear from you if it struck a chord. Yeah, amazing. I will link all of that in the description of this episode, guys. So just click below. Um, but other than that, like Casey, I am so grateful to have someone like you in this space to bring such an enlightening perspective and such a so much depth as well. Um, because we hear a lot of talk about, I think we talked about this a lot about mindset and, you know, kind of like that first layer, but what you bring to the table and to the, to the world of coaching is so much deeper than that. And I think for the listeners here who are entrepreneurs and new coaches, um, it's a space that the sooner you can understand it, it, it will really, really help you, um, operate your business in a more enjoyable or, uh, ease not easy, but with ease, um, <laughs> a peaceful way. Um, and I think that's what we all want when we build businesses that we love and are passionate about. So definitely encourage you guys to uh, connect with Casey and um, message her in the DM and get onto that freebie because it sounds like a huge, huge um, uh, valuable, valuable resource. So thank you once again, Casey. And um, we'll be following you and all of your work on socials. We can't wait to see what you come out with. Your work is so needed in the world. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. If this challenged you, encouraged you, or inspired you in any way, share it with me. I'd love to hear what you got out of this episode and support you in applying it directly to your business. If you'd like to learn more about what I do as a business mentor, follow me on Instagram and click the link in my bio to sign up for the free masterclass. That's right, totally free. I've put this together for you. It's a 60 minute training jam packed with everything you need to know about my story and how to start up, stand out and sell out your coaching through social media, even if you are a brand new coach. Thanks for tuning in this week. I'll catch you in the next episode.